Praise God. And welcome to live welcome to live deliverance internet radio ministry. Shalom, good afternoon. All blessings to the Lord Jesus Christ be upon you. God bless you on the Sabbath day. And I just want to thank all of my listening audience right now who's listening to me. We are in the midst of turning some equipment off. We've been having some technical difficulties today. And I would just like to ask you to please have some patience with me because the enemy is trying to do everything he can to prevent this sermon from going on air. So I am doing everything in my power to get these channels up who's supposed to be participating with this uh, teaching tonight and today. So we're about to get ready to set up. I just need a couple of minutes, and we're going to get going. God is good, and God is good all the time. Sound check, testing one, two, sound check. Sound check, testing one, two, praise God. Sound check, testing one, two, and we are now connected. Amen and amen and amen. Okay. We want to deal with the grace of God. There's a lot of stuff going on in this world. And God, when he has called us out of the world, it takes time to us to change. And if it wasn't for the grace of God, none of us would be here. Patient with his grace for me for over 30 years. I was on cocaine 10 years, backslide, in and out, double-minded. God had grace with me. If we don't have grace, we can't be Christians. We need grace in time of need. I have fell over the same sin over, over. God gave me grace when I was dealing with fornication, physical and spiritual fornication, as a Catholic spiritual fornication, as a single man spiritual fornication. And the Lord had to really be patient. I had to have a lot of grace because I didn't see what holiness was. I saw my mother carry me to another man's house where I'm watching TV when she's in with another man. Then I see my father do the same thing when I was a child. I mean, that's definitely showing you a door to sexual sins. And God was patient with me. He was patient with me when I was on crack cocaine. He was patient with me when I was on heroin. He was patient with me when I was a gangster. All the gangsters in jail that I hung with except me. Patience. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Lord Jesus, we give you glory. You are the Son of God. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all the world oppressed of the devil. But God was with him. We should thank, amen, we should thank the Lord for his mercy and his grace. Grace in the Old Testament, God revealed himself as a God of grace who showed love to his people, not because they deserved it, but because of his own desires to be faithful to the covenant promises made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There is a beautiful scripture that I love so much. 
it kept me, protects us because of grace. This grace is sufficient for us. And I want to share something with you concerning that. I believe it's in Second Corinthians. With his mercies and his grace. His grace has been given to us. In Exodus 6, 9, God did not bring Israel out of Egypt because they had great faith. But because of his grace and his faith, fullness to his promise in Genesis 17, 1 through 8. Also, you need to read the covenant promise made by Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in Exodus chapter 6, 1 through 13. My grace is sufficient for thee in the book of Corinthians. In the book of Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. Oh, is this a beautiful scripture. This is a beautiful scripture. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient. These are Jesus' words. For thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. How many times have we sinned against God? How many times have God forgave us because of his mercy and his grace? How many times have we made the same sin over and over and over and over because of his mercy and his grace? It takes people years because they don't fast. And God gives us grace to keep and sustain us. Please study Exodus chapter 6, verse 9. God did not bring Israel out of Egypt because they had great faith. Remember that. But because of his grace, his faithfulness to his promise. Genesis 17, chapter 1 through 8. Also, Genesis chapter 50, verse 24. In the beginning, their faith was weak, but through ten pledges by which God revealed himself and his power and concern for Israel, he built up their faith until they were able to trust him in obedience. Exodus chapter 12, verse 28. God delivered them by grace. And most of you who are listening have been sustained by grace, too. I know a Christian took me seven years to get him to see that Donald Trump lost the election. It was grace God gave him. It was grace God gave him when he lied on the Holy Ghost and said, God, I'm gonna give you, he gave me a scripture he had to repent. That's grace. I'm not here to judge him or nobody. Without grace, no one can be a Christian because all have sinned. All have came short of the glory of God. 
the grace is so powerful that it was distributed to us at Golgotha. The horizontal being represents the relationship which our fellow men, and it speaks of the forgiveness that is in the case in two ways. The forgiveness we need to receive from others and the forgiveness we need to give to others. Once again, the only place where we can receive this grace for that kind of forgiveness is in Hebrews 4.16. And if you turn to the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, King James Version. You will lead, it says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Those many years that I was on crack cocaine, God gave me grace. I was so bound to this thing, I didn't even like doing what I was doing. (laughs) I mean, I, I just didn't like what I was doing. Many nights in my walk with the Lord, I was under this demonic spirit called crack cocaine. Who delivered me from that? The Lord God. Who delivered me from heroin? The Lord God and his son Jesus through grace. The Lord could have wiped me out. Who delivered me from heroin because of his mercy and his grace in time of need? I believe that the Christian is unable to fulfill his life that God has called him to serve and worship cannot out be done without grace. You cannot leave grace out. Oh, my God. You cannot leave it out. I'm so humble today because he used grace to deliver me. This message is very personal to me because as many years I was doing foolish things and God's mercy and grace is something that we can't obtain. We can't imagine the power and the love that God has for us now we don't need to use grace to sin let me set that set that straight out we don't use grace to sin king james version john 8 34 and 35 jesus answered them moses assure you i say to you whosoever committed sin is a slave of sin And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abided forever. That's God's grace when we fall into sin. Do you know that the minute that you fall into sin, you separate yourself from God? God doesn't like sin. Whatever sin it is, I can name a lot of sins. But if you are committing a sin, you separate yourself from the Father, from the Godhead, Colossians 
You separate yourself. And as you separate yourself, if you keep doing these same sins over and over, and I'm finding that certain sins is a habit. Some of them are demonic. Most of them are habits. Old habits, God gives us grace. We're not supposed to use grace to sin willfully. Romans 6, 1 tells us that. And also Isaiah chapter 28, verse 12 tells us that. Now, let me show you something about grace because Jesus Christ has a lot to do with it. King James Version Hebrews chapter 10, 19 through 22. King James Version, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 and 22. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiness, for brethren, having boldness to enter the holiness by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he concentrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled. That's grace. Most of us don't realize that the reason why that we are here is because of God's mercy and of his grace. Because Jesus Christ, the Son of God, Yeshua, Jesus of Nazareth, because Jesus sympathized with our weaknesses. This is why we have grace. And I am so grateful that the reason why that I'm here teaching is because of grace. For we have not a high priest, Hebrews 4.15, which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmative, but was in all points tempted, 1 Corinthians 1013, this is why we can get out of temptation. This flesh that we live in don't want to submit to God. God has to sustain grace for us until we get this thing under submission. I'm 62 years old, and I've been fighting ever since I've been a Christian to get this flesh under submission. And it will be a lifetime. You'll get one thing taken care of and get free from it, and the thing that you got free from it can come back and hunt you if you open up a door. I don't think that any Christian could be saved without grace. It's impossible. Sometimes we make mistakes and we really think that we're right. It's God's grace. We can confidently approach the heavenly throne knowing that our prayers and petitions are welcome and desired by our heavenly Father. It is called the throne of grace flows from God's love, mercy, forgiveness, wisdom, spiritual power, and spiritual gifts. One of the great blessings of salvation is that Jesus is now our high priest, our mediator who opens the way for us to come to the Father with confidence for all areas of need in our lives. 
and grace sustained us to do that. I was in the Old Testament. They would have been stoned me. I'm quite sure they probably stoned you. Thank God we're not in the, under the law anymore. And we need to thank the Lord that God has given us a mediator, and that's Jesus, First Timothy 2, 5. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, that man, Christ Jesus. Without faith, we can't be a Christian. Without grace, we can't be a Christian. God gives a measure of grace as a gift. Remember that. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4, I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God, which is given you by Jesus Christ. That is who gives you grace. Not the Roman Catholic Pope, not T.D. Jakes, God knows, not Joe Osteen, God, God really knows. Not Juanita Bonham, God no, not really knows. These people can't give you grace. Only Jesus Christ can give you grace. The Word of God says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, and then verse 9, For by grace are ye saved. That's very powerful. For by grace ye are saved. And I can give a testimony about that. I was Roman Catholic through my whole years. I was an altar boy in the Roman Catholic Church. I didn't know the Bible. I never saw my mother and father read the Bible at all. I never had a Bible study at home with my father and my mother. My mother... Thank God she served God the best she know how, I guess. I don't know. And converted my father to become a Catholic. Grace, for by grace are ye saved through faith. We can even get saved. God gave me enough grace and love and kindness to pull me out of that tradition of the Catholicism. We need to thank him for being patient with us is when we sin. We need to thank him for his grace. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, for by grace are you saved, grace through faith. If you don't have faith, you don't have grace. And that not of yourself, it is the gift of God, verse 9, not of works, least any man should boast. So you can't work grace, you can't perform grace, you can't pray for it. It was just given to us because for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in him shall have everlasting life. John 3.15. I am 62 years of age. I don't believe how I made it without Christ. Without grace. I had a gun against my head when I was buying crack cocaine in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I could have been dead. Grace. About 17 years of age, my father had a Ford Taurus Torino. Bought it brand new. Pulled it up in the yard. 
we got in a car accident. He gave he then he gave my dad a Maverick, a Ford Maverick. You don't never see him no more riding around. And he rode in that car, and we all had grace. I remember my father taking the steering wheel, holding me and holding my mama, pushing me back at that car, spinning three times. If we was in a modern-day car, today we would have been dead. That was grace. So I have a lot of testimonies to testify about the grace of God in my life. It was the grace of God that was with me when I got injured very severely working. I could have died as a merchant seaman. I injured my back. God's mercy and grace. I hurt my back. I felt 20 feet off, off the ladder. At Northwest Airlines, God's mercy and grace. Many times I could have snorted some cocaine that had something in it. God's mercy and grace. I remember a time I was go out. I don't know how God it was God's mercy and grace. How did I get in East Point, Georgia, park, sleep? Don't even know how I got there. God's mercy and grace. I went on the wrong side of the street trying to follow another a person, my, my a landlord who did me wrong, but God still forgive her. And something pushed me to the side. That's God's grace. We need to stop asking him for everything. Thank him for the grace. Thank him. Thank him for the grace. Without this, we wouldn't be where we at. I really appreciate the grace of God in my life. And this sermon really means something to me. Now, I want you to see something. This is personal because if it wasn't for the grace of God, I can't be teaching you anything. All that I've been through, let's look at a scripture, grace and salvation. King James Version, Titus, chapter 2, verse 11. For by grace of God that bringeth salvation. See, the grace of God brings us the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. That's grace. We need to thank him. Let's don't worry about no bills today and Lord meet my car note and all that. He's going to do all that. Let's just say Thank you, Father. Lord Jesus, thank you for your grace. But the grace of God that bringeth salvation. So grace brings salvation. Had appeared to all men. Powerful concerning grace. Let's go to Titus chapter 3 verse 4, King James Version. But after that the kindness after after the kindness of the love of God our Savior toward men appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have not done, but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration, renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on the abundance through Jesus Christ our Lord, that being justified. 
Let me read that again. After that, the kindness and love of God. It's the kindness and the love of God has toward us. You cannot earn grace by works. After that, the kindness. Oh, God, that means a lot to me. I don't know about you. I am so grateful. I shouldn't even be alive. I've had guns against me, shootouts. I shouldn't be alive. Three car accidents. Serious damage and accident. One accident paralyzed my best friend in Atlanta on Highway 85, going to downtown Atlanta in the world, picking up cocaine at a funeral home because the funeral home director was pushing coke. That's pitiful. I'm not happy and not proud of my testimony because it's all sin. This sermon means a lot to me because. Without grace, I couldn't be teaching the Bible. But after kindness and love of God, our Savior toward men, appeared not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Christ Jesus. That's powerful. God gives grace to believers to be made free from sin because we struggle. Okay? And if we struggle, we need going to need some grace with this struggling. We all struggle in the flesh with what I want to do, I can't do. That which I want to do, I find myself not doing, but it's sin that dwelleth in me. Romans 7.14. Well, while we're doing that sinning and separate ourselves from God, who allows us to come back into his kingdom? If we confess our fault, he's just and able that he will forgive us for all unrighteousness. First John 1 John 1.9. The Lord Jesus. I'm very grateful. I'm humbled to be alive. No joke. In Zechariah 12, 10, the Bible, 12, chapter 10, the Bible calls it the spirit of grace. So grace is a spirit within the Godhead. The growing Christ to appear is in Second Peter. Let's look at Second Peter. Also, let's look at Zechariah 12.10 because this is a powerful spirit that God has delivered to the believer. Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10, King James Version. Let's look at it. Get your Bibles. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace. It's the spirit. And of supplications. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. Lord have mercy. And they shall mourn for him as one more for his only son and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is bitterness for his firstborn. For God to give up his child for us is extremely love, which comes by grace. Now let's look at Second Peter chapter 3, verse 18, King James Version. Go get it. You ready? All right. 
Second Peter chapter three verse eighteen, King James Version. But grow in grace. We're supposed to grow our walk of the Lord in grace. Some of us don't even take the time and opportunity to just thank Him for grace. To me, grace is the most important teaching in the Bible because I guess because of my background, I remember times I fell following the Lord, going through court cocaine, schizophrenia, trying to go to church, serving the Lord, back doing cocaine at night, double minded. Didn't even know I was double minded. Didn't even know I was wavering. Didn't even know I was schizophrenia. But how did I get here? Because of his grace. So we should grow in grace. And in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to him be the glory both now and forever. We really need to thank the Lord for distributing to us grace. Let's look at Acts chapter 4, verse 33, King James Version. And with great power, and with and with great Power. The kingdom of God is not in word, but power. First, for instance, uh, let me see. The kingdom of words is not in God. But I want to make sure I write. I won't quote it wrong. Wait a minute. First Corinthians 2.14. I want to make sure I got this right. In First Corinthians But the kingdom of God is not in power, but in word. First Corinthians 4.20. Please turn there. In First Corinthians 4.20, that's the interpretation, but the King James interpretation says, For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. That Power has distributed to us for grace. That means a lot to me. Did you know that we need grace to help us in our Christian walk? Go to Colossians 3.12 to study this at home. Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. Colossians chapter 3, verse 14. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. Did you know in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5, the Bible said we are saved by grace? That's powerful. Very, 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 very powerful. Now, The Bible speaks of a lot of things about grace. There's a grace that is called little space grace, Ezra 9.8. Let's look at this. King James Version, Ezra chapter 9, verse 8. Let's go to Ezra. Ezra chapter 9, verse 8, King James Bible. It's saying desire. So let me get this thing right. Ezra, E-Z-R-A, chapter 9, verse 8. Here we go. 
But now for a brief moment, the Lord God has been glorious in leaving us rim and giving us full place in the sanctuary. And God gives light to the eyes and relief to our bondage. Now, how does God does that? He give it to us because of grace. Unmerited favor of the Lord. The Bible speaks of anointment of grace in Proverbs chapter 1 verse 9 and Proverbs chapter 4 verse 9. The Bible also speaks of grace to thy neck. And all of us need that one. Proverbs 3.22. Let's go there. King James Version, Proverbs chapter 3 verse 22. So shall they be life unto thy soul, watch this, and grace to thy neck. Boy, give me all of that grace. Do you know that God gives grace to the lonely? Proverbs 3, 4. If you're sad, you lost your wife, you lost your loved one. Do you know what's protecting you as you go through those emotional traumas of losing someone great? through his grace. Grace can also be obtained. The book of Esther 2.17. Go there. The book of Esther, chapter 2, verse 17, King James Version. And the king king loved Esther above all the women, now watch this, and she obtained grace. That came from God. <clears throat> and favor, that came from God. In his sight, more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen. That's powerful. You can Cry for grace, because I know I need it, and you need it. Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10, King James Version. Show you something. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitations of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mount for him as one mounted for his only son, and shall be in the bitterness for him as one that is bitterness in his firstborn. Lord have mercy. The spirit of grace is the spirit. We need to really grateful thank him. The spirit of wisdom and of grace was upon Jesus. Luke 2.40 Jesus was full of grace, the Bible says, in John 1.14. Grace and truth came by Jesus in one, uh, John 1.7. Grace also was upon the, the, the apostles. And we all need that in order to uh, function as Christians. Acts chapter 4, verse 33, King James Version. Now listen to this. And with great Power gave the apostles 
witnesses of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Any of us can receive grace. The Bible tells us that. Let's look at that in the Bible. Romans chapter 1, verse 5, King James Version. By whom we have received grace. Let's look at this in Romans 1, 5 by whom we have received grace and apostleship. Why are we receiving it? For obedience to the faith among all nations for his name's sake. See, this flesh that we deal in needs grace. It's hard to crucify. Among whom are ye also called by Jesus Christ to all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to the saints, grace in you and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. There is also, I want you to know, abundance of grace. So you can get that in Romans chapter 5, verse 17. We must say grace before we pray. That's a different grace. We're asking grace of God to favor us, to protect and cleanse this food. Because the Bible tells us grace was given after the fall of sin a pleasing and attractive quality that God gave through his son Jesus. Favor of goodwill that God gave through his son Jesus. Mercy, clemency, pardons is an act of grace because of Jesus Christ. The freely given where and favor and the love that God loves us so much that he's bestowed upon this us the spirit of grace. This is the most very powerful to me. Because I would not be able to teach this word without grace. The influence of the Spirit of God operating brings regeneration and supplication to sanctification because of the Lord's grace. Did you know that Moses asked God to give Israel grace? Genesis chapter 34, verse 9, King James Version. Now, this is very powerful because the Lord says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We can get grace. Genesis thirty-four nineteen, and the young man defend not to do the things because of his delight in Jacob's daughter, all of his house. I'm sorry, that's Genesis 34:19. I made a mistake. That's not grace. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. Exodus chapter 34, verse 9, King James Version. Thank you for the grace. And he said, If now I have found grace in thy sight, Lord have mercy. You need to ask the Lord to give you grace in your sight. We all do. Oh, Lord, let my Lord, I pray thee, go among us. For it is a stiff-necked people and pardon our iniquities and our sins and take us for us thy inheritance. We don't realize how much God loves us to give us grace. 
it's amazing that we don't understand this because it's not taught in church. Grace is for the conflict between the flesh and the spirit because without grace, we can't get up after we make a sin. The Bible tells us if thou does well, shall thou not be accepted? And if thou does not well, sin lies at the door. Without grace, we can't deal with sin. It'll overshadow us because all of us fall. Jesus asked, Peter asked Jesus, how long should we forgive our brother? He said 77 times, 77 times a day. That's a lot. Jesus also said in Matthew chapter 24 through 27, Jesus said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. It takes grace for us because Jesus has descended and sets at the right hand of the Father. And we're on this earthly earth dealing with all types of lies, pressures, stress, inflation. We need grace. And we should thank him for the grace that he's given us. Lamentation 3.22, it is of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed because his compassion fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. We should thank him for his mercy and for his grace. Thank him that we're not in hell. Because of grace, we're here. I know I'm, I was a sinner. And I know I needed grace. This 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 topic means a lot to me. Many years I was on cocaine. God gave me grace. My father was in a car accident. God gave us grace. We could have been killed. I've had guns against my head. God gave me grace. For 10, 15 years, I was in fornication. God gave me grace. What about if God could have stopped me? Your fornicators would go to hell. It is because of God's mercy and grace that I'm here. It is because of the mercy of God's grace that you are here. His love, the human mind cannot comprehend of the love of God to us. Let me ask you a question. Would you give your daughter up for the sins of black people or white people? Would you give your daughter up for the... No, God had to do that. Do you think that was easy for the Lord God? God is a kind God. God is a merciful God. This is why I'm patient with people when uh, people come to me for deliverance. I sinned, and I was on cocaine for a long time, struggling with this demon, trying to go to church. And that demon called me. I'm back smoking crack, the grace of God. All of my friends are in prison, half of them dead, the grace of God. I didn't know the Bible, the grace of God. During the time that I was selling cocaine in the nightclubs at Mr. V's on 
uh, Hamilton Road here in Atlanta, a long time ago, 27 years ago, the grace of God. The grace of God. You had a car accident, you could have died. This is grace to have to maintain you. So we need to be confident of his grace and his mercy because he loved us. I want to recapitulate this. Grace in the Old Testament. God revealed himself as a God of grace and showed love to his people Israel. Not because they deserved it. Same as us. We don't deserve grace. I had so many sexual sins over and over and over. God forgive me, God forgive me, God forgive me, God forgive me. Man, if it wasn't for grace, I wouldn't be here. A person addicted with drugs, God's given them grace to sustain them so they can wake up. Everyone who's listening to this message should realize that you are not a Christian on your own. It took the grace of God to get you to Jesus. Now, let me show you something here. I want you to go to the King James Version, Exodus chapter 6, 1 through 13. Now, you've got to hear this. You really got to hear this. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shall thou see what I have do to Pharaoh. For with his strong hands shall he let them go, and with his strong hands shall he drive them out of his hands. Very powerful scripture. Now pay close attention to what I'm about to say. And God spoke unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. And I appear unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and to Jacob by the name of God Almighty. But by my name, Jehovah, was I not known to them. And I have established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of the pilgrimage, wherefore they were strangers. And I have also heard the groanings of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians kept in bondage. And I remembered my covenant. Wherefore, say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will ride you out of their bondage, and I will redeem you with a stretch of arms and with great judgment. And I will take you to me for a people, and I will be to you a God, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God, which bringeth you out from among the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will bring you into the land concerning that which I did swear to give it to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, and I will give it to you in a heritage that I am the Lord. And Moses spoke unto the children of Israel, but they hearkened not unto Moses for anguish of spirit and for cruel bondage. God gave them grace. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Go and speak unto Pharaoh, king of Egypt, that he let the children of Israel go out of his hand. And Moses spoke before the Lord, saying, Behold, the children of Israel have not hearkened unto me. How then shall Pharaoh hear me 
who am of uncircumcised lips. And the Lord spoke unto Moses and Aaron and gave them a charge unto the children of Israel and to Pharaoh's king of Egypt to bring the children of Israel out of the land. The children of Israel would serve God, they'll leave God. They'll serve God, they'll leave God. That's God's grace over them. Just the same as his grace over you. Look at what you've done and how many times you did that same sin. And you have to go ask the Lord to forgive you. If it wasn't for the grace, you can't go ask the Lord to forgive you. So grace is a fundamental of scriptural doctrine that needs to be a heed to in the church and that people need to be able to understand how important it is for the grace of God to be upon your life. You can't be a Christian without grace. You cannot be a Christian without grace. Impossible. When we confidently approach the heavenly throne knowing that our prayers and petitions are welcome and desired by our Heavenly Father, it is called the throne of grace. Throne of grace, it flows from God's love, God's mercy, and God's forgiveness for us Jews and Gentiles that call upon the name of the Lord Jesus. Remember that he gives us a measure of grace, according to 1 Corinthians 1.4. So today, when you wake up, sometimes you, you'll go to sleep and you'll commit a sin. Don't ask the Lord to forgive you. You know, if it wasn't for the grace of God, you'd be done died in it. We don't take God's love and mercy serious enough because we can't see him. But we have to believe his word. I know when I had that gun against my head, that was the grace of God. Every time I would shoot up that heroin, I was taking a chance. Who protected me? The Lord God, his grace, and the son Jesus. When I was snorting cocaine, my heart could have bust. Who gave me mercy and grace to be a, pen, a minister? If it weren't for his mercy and grace, I'd probably have been in hell. Don't tempt the Lord thy God. Thank him for his mercy. Thank him for his grace. We thank him for giving us such a beautiful gift. You know, he says his, his grace is made weak. When we are weak, when we are weak, he's there for us. When we commit sin, knowing that we're wrong, amen, Sister Kathleen uh, Favors. God bless and shalom to you. God was there with us. I know God was with me because of grace. I really appreciate grace. This is something that I really look up to, and I I thank him so much. Uh, I can't be no pastor without grace. Man, I don't deserve to be up here at all. It's his mercy. 
It's his grace that's protecting your children from and harm's way. It's his grace that's protecting you. The minute you crank up that car and fire that engine up, turn that ignition, you're igniting fire and gasoline combustions. And you riding in your car with all this combustion and all the mechanism of engineering by man to get you somewhere. God's grace got you in that car protecting you. I never forget. I was going to do an exorcism. And I had to get there because this was a Satanist and he was really manifesting. I had a car badly miss me. I was turning my wheel to the right and something just grabbed my wheel and turned it the other way. That's grace. That's an angel. So we need to say thank you, Lord, for the mercy and the grace that you have because your mercy and your kindness endures everlasting with us. I thank him for his grace. This this sermon means a lot to me because I was a drug addict. And I was a slave to crack cocaine for over 12 years. God gave me grace to get out of it. I could have been in jail as a gangster. God gave me grace to get out of it. I could have OD'd and went straight to hell. God gave me grace. This sermon is very personal to me. Because his love that the human mind cannot comprehend. God can outlove a husband. He can outlove a wife because humans have the fault in nature because of the first mother Adam and Eve. We were born to rebels. And when we need grace, the Lord tells us in Hebrews four sixteen that he would give it to us in times of need. And I can close my eyes and see all the times that God gave me grace. I struggled with alcohol for many years, and God gave me grace. I struggled with fornication, fleshly fornication for many years. God gave me grace. Never forget, I was walking Time to go to a church in Jamaica to teach. I went the wrong way. It was God's grace that something picked me up and moved me on the side of the road. The Lord loves us. We should appreciate the most precious gift he has given us, which is grace. And I want to apologize to my audience. I was supposed to get on that too. The computer. <laughs> Out of nowhere, I normally go at two o'clock, and I've been on since one thirty. If some of you have just came in to hear this message, you can listen to it again in its fullness. As soon as I get off air, it will go to Facebook. So if you're just getting in, you can pick it up and go into Facebook and and and, and receive these scriptures concerning grace. 
this scripture means a lot to me the, the, about grace. I couldn't have made it without it. Neither can you. The most beautiful thing that Jesus says, we'll close, is this. Hebrews, Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in, me, in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather glory in my infirmities, infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasures and infirmities and reproaches and necessaries and persecution and distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. All were strong through God's grace. Grace is the present favor and power of God's grace and power are most clearly seen and profoundly revealed in the midst of our human weaknesses. The greatest of weakness and trials for Christ, the more grace God will give to accomplish his will. What he gives is always sufficient for us in our daily lives to work for him and to endure and to endure our sufferings and thrones in the flesh. As long as we draw near to Christ Jesus will give us his heavenly strength and comfort. We should boast and see essential values and weaknesses through the flesh that God has provided a way with Christ's power to rest upon us and live within us and walk through us, toward us, in our heavenly walk because of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. This sermon means a lot to me. Cocaine, grace. I did a lot of cocaine. I did a lot of heroin. I snorted heroin. I smoked mushrooms. Grace, 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 grace. All those years. I had a powerful spirit of fornication. And that thing passed down because my mother and father was doing adulterous things. God freed me from it. Because of grace, I got free from crack cocaine. Because of grace, I got free from heroin. So I'm taking this, this as personal. I'm not trying to impress no one. I'm trying to just lift his holy name up to tell all of you that his grace and mercy has given you the opportunity to wake up in the morning. Every day is grace. Thank him for his grace. Father, in the holy name of Jesus, we thank you for the mercy that you have bestowed upon us with your grace. You said in Hebrews 14 that we need grace in time of need. And I thank you that you have provided that for me in my years, trying to serve you in my stupidity and my ignorance. I thank you, Father, for the love that you have bestowed upon me to receive grace. And those that listen, we should thank him. Just thank him right now. We ain't talking about no bills today and what you need. Just thank him for the mercy and grace that he's given us in time of need. God bless you. Please sow a seed to Live Deliverance Internet Radio. You can go to www.livedeliverance.com. 
And you can go all the way at the bottom of our website and sow a seed. I'm not going to sit here and preach to you that I'm going to give you sow a seed nine times this week. You're going to get a house and forth. We don't do that. I can't do that. But I can say that God will bless you as you sow a seed here. And we thank you for the income. Satan does everything he can to block this ministry. But we've been on 14 years. And being a deliverance minister is not easy. I'm a soldier, but spiritual soldier, physical soldier, first and spiritual. I'm not stopping the gospel. I don't care how many hits I get. I'm not quitting. Where am I going to go? Where are you going to go without Jesus? He said, without me, you can do nothing. So we should thank him for his mercy and thank him for his grace. Again, go to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand side of the PayPal site. You'll see it on the lower left-hand side. Also, you can go to www.livedeliverance.com and you can give to GoFundMe. Thank him for your grace. Shalom. Sister uh, Favors, how you doing? Shalom to you. Thank you for your support. God bless everyone who's listened to me. And thank the Lord for his mercy and grace. Now, I got to say this before I leave. All this protest against Israel, please leave Israel alone. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Psalms 122, verse 6. Please pray for Jerusalem. We need to pray for that. God requires us to do that. Psalms chapter 122, verse 6. Peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. See, I'm going to prosper because I love Jerusalem. And all these people and Christians up here protesting about Hamal, about Palestine, and we did cruel to the Palestinians. They voted for Hamas. I'm for Israel first. And whatever Israel do, I support them. Because God says in Genesis 12, 2 and 3, bless those who bless Israel and curse those who curse Israel. I'm not going to say that. they got a right to defend themselves. They're not going to go with the Holocaust as they did before. So I'm for Israel. Well, whatever they do, I'm for Israel. If they bum the whole Hamas and all of them, I'm for Israel. Because God tells me, bless those who bless Israel. I'm sorry about what's going on. I've been, this, this flag been up here 15 years. I got converted with Christianity in Israel. And God gave me the revelation of the Sabbath. Leave the Israelis long and pray for them. Hamas and PLO, pray for them too, protesting against Israel. The Palestinians and Hamas, they attacked Israel. And Israel have a right to defend itself. Shalom and God bless. Hello, James Jones.